0: Excuse the Fandom episode... Nine. Nine. Yeah. Because yeah. the mock draft was right before this. Or, right? Something. No. Yeah. This is episode eight. Yeah. Episode eight. You can, yeah. yeah you I confused me. myself. You got
1: me. We recorded the mock draft before this one, but this one's going to come out before the mock draft.
0: Yeah, because the mock is just so epically long. Yeah, it's going to take we a while. We want you guys to, like, brace yourself. So that's why that confusion just happened. So, yeah. in today's episode... We're going to break down recent things that happened in the NFL world, like Zeke getting a suspension, a couple trades that went down last weekend, how they affect not only the NFL, but fantasy. Because this it, is our fantasy football week. Right. Exactly. This is the fan extravaganza. And then I after that, we're going to go into wide receiver rankings, a top 20 of that, and then a top 20 of running backs. See if you guys like it. Uh, let us know how yours compared to ours. You can kind of, like, beef a little bit on the social medias, if you want. Beef. You can beef it up. Not, like, beef Castillo, but no, other beef. Yeah, don't beef Castillo. Yeah, so let's get in. Let's roll into Ben's feelings
1: on the Zeke situation. The Zeke situation. So a lot of guys, I'm, I've been listening to a lot of experts on this, the fantasy football world of the Zeke situation. I'll start off with what I just gonna I think is going to happen. I firmly believe this is actually a four-game suspension. He's very firm on that. I'm very firm on that. I think this is a, a redo of that Ben Roethlisberger suspension that happens like five or six years ago, where he was, he was he got in trouble with the law, and they just really wanted to suspend him for four games, but they knew that the NFLPA would fight it, so they just gave him six and then reduced it to four. Now, I know that the domestic violence rules have been put in place where it's an automatic six-game suspension, but I think that's always kind of their intention is they want four, at least four, so they're yeah. just going to give them six especially at, at a minimum. Scenario.
0: Yeah, that scenario is interesting just because they're really, like, I don't, know, I don't know if the facts are all there, but yeah. they, they, they needed to set a precedent against this guy, and that's what they did.
1: Yeah, especially the young guy. They're like, okay, if you're going to be one of the faces of our league, you can't act like this. So right. I think that they just they wanted to send a message— And this is how you do it. Exactly. So I think that it's going to be reduced to four games right off the bat. That's how I feel about it. So these experts, these fantasy football experts, have moved uh, Zeke down into their like twenties, like a an early third round pick, is where they all say that they're willing to take him. And I'm here to say,
0: yeah, we're both, we're both, yeah,
1: take him earlier than that. Especially if you believe us in this four game suspension theory. Le'Veon Bell, who was suspended three games last year, was the running back three. Yeah. And it wasn't close. There's was a drop-off after Bell. With to LaShawn McCoy, who was injured a few games. But I really so, like Zeke yeah. late. I, w- I would almost not take him late first. You're gonna need something in place if you take Zeke. Just wow. in case if it is six.
0: Yeah, unless you have like a turnaround you can take Yeah, if best.
1: you have twelve, then take yeah. Zeke and someone else. Right. But I really like where Zeke is falling. I think it's an absolute steal. He's a guy that can win you your league definitely so the fantasy football wise take unless you are completely against what he's did which i'm totally if yeah. that's how you feel kind, wise. totally on board for that cuz just fantasy football wise
0: i'm a fan of where he's falling yeah definitely i just think there's a lot of value there uh, i mean you're going to get someone that when the playoffs turn around you're gonna win the league. Okay, because he's he's because
1: he, he can't get injured for the first how many games that yeah. he's gonna be going. It's four, or eight. Their beginning of their schedule is their hard part of their run defense that's, that they have to face.
0: Yeah,
1: I think that Dak's gonna be better. So he, there's gonna be more lanes. Like they can't stack the box every time, and even that offensive line didn't matter last year. Right. So I'm I'm a huge Zeke draft Zeke where he's falling for sure right now. So that's that's my take on this situation, fantasy football-wise. The other things that happened were there were a few trades that all happened at the same time. It was, yeah. it was Buffalo, crazy. Buffalo was doing some work. Yeah, the same day that the Zeke suspension got announced. They were like, wait, we have things that we want to talk about. Yeah. We can't just talk about that. So Sammy Watkins gets shipped right to out. Los Angeles. Right out of town. For... E.J. Gaines in a second-round pick, I believe. I think that was a trade. Doesn't really impact fantasy this year, besides the Sammy Watkins part to L.A. But the Bills just gave up their best wide receiver, which was shocking to me, because I watched the beginning of their preseason game, and they were doing all they could for Tyrod Taylor to just zip it right to Sammy. And after he stopped going to Sammy, Tyrod Taylor looked absolutely putrid. 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 Putrid.
0: Good word. I'm going to use that
1: SAT word right there. Putrid. But... I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I know they're going full rebuild. They probably are not going to want to use Tyrod next year, yeah. so they're okay with losing because the quarterback class is so deep. Yeah. In this in the draft next season, so I think that they are like, let's just get some picks, probably. And they ended up trading Ronald Darby after they get EJ yeah.
0: Gaines. So jumping right into the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Darby for Matthews and a pick. Jordan yeah. Matthews and a and pick. pick. Jordan Matthews. So the Eagles get stronger on the defensive side. uh, In an area they definitely need in their secondary. They don't have strong corners. This gives them a strong corner to go up against an Odell, a Dez. Yeah. So watch out for that because Odell and Dez now have multiple people in their division that are top flight corners. Yeah. And you face them twice each.
1: Darby, I wouldn't call Darby top player Premier, but like yeah. he's, he's a solid corner he's definitely um, given problems so. an upgrade for the, the Eagles secondary for sure they already had a plethora of wide receivers and Jordan Matthews has become a headache for them almost yeah he's almost a forgotten child yeah so I and I think Nelson Aguilar obviously looks good apparently good, for enough. Camps, good enough for them to rely on him in the slot so I Could think couldn't get much worse yeah, that's and true. Having I mean, no hands, he a dropped everything. Man, if he can catch the ball, he honestly he was getting open. So if yeah. he catch the ball, he's, he's got the speed. My first takeaway from that trade is that Nelson Aguilar could be a huge sleeper this season, just because first round talent for sure. Good route runner, just needs to catch the ball. Right. So I think if he can actually get behind the drops, he's a sleeper for me. Surprisingly, I would have. I don't think I would have ever said that until Jordan Matthews got I mean, traded. When you just said it. The 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 biggest part of Sammy Watkins moving of that day, and I think that this helps the guy. I think it helps the most is Todd Gurley. Definitely opens the field up. Opens the field up. Now all of a sudden, like Robert Woods was okay. Somehow it gets paired with Sammy Watkins again. Becomes yeah.
0: his. But now you can't stack the box,
1: and that's the biggest thing. Yeah. If if Goff can show any kind of ability to get the ball to Watkins or to Woods or to Woods or Austin yep. can or Everett right? or or Gerald Everett. Yeah, They've got tons of guys. Tyler Higbee. Yeah, he's got it, people around him finally. Yeah, Goff has no excuse this season. So if he can move the ball through the air, down the field, you can't stack the box against Gurley. They have an improved offensive line. I think it's huge for Todd Gurley getting Watkins in that offense. So I'm okay with drafting early, or Gurley, earlier, Gurley, no, early. early. Maybe, I don't know, early second round. It's a little hurt, hurt like early for him, but the middle of the second round is perfect.
0: Yeah. Like, I like, that's yeah. where
1: that's where he's going now, and I think that's perfect. So it's yeah, not over drafting at all. He's
0: got so much potential. And we've talked about how potential and opportunity Yeah, talent means opportunity means equals, equals production. I right. think that's so, like, the math equation that we threw out. Like, yeah, he's still right. gonna get a lot
1: of opportunity and he's obviously got talent, so Yeah. So Watkins I like I don't think Watkins changes much in my rankings. I think he went from the obvious number one to, like, the only option in Buffalo. But Tyrod was so bad. Yeah, Tyrod can only hit him deep. Deep, yeah. There was no consistency, especially PPR. He he really didn't have a huge amount of upside. Here, there is more upside, but I feel like he also is sharing the field with a lot better receivers. So, it could... The floor is also lower here, too. But I think it evens out to where I take him probably around the same spot. Maybe a few spots later, just because... The uncertainty always throws a little bit of a wrinkle in where you want to yeah. throw these guys in. So, so we'll jump into receiver rankings. Yeah, so we're going to start off. These are our top 20 receiver rankings for just standard leagues. Yeah, we didn't do free PPR. Draft leagues. Yeah, no, we
0: can no do PPR P- if people want
1: it. Yes. If we
0: the can. masses want it,
1: we will do it. Yeah, PPR is more fun. I'll throw that out there right away. Yeah. But standard is what most people do these days, so... Yeah, not as much effort. Not as much effort. Running backs are we don't like more valuable. It's more, like, realistic almost, yeah, so... I like
0: that.
1: So, standard ranking. Starting it off with the obvious number one, pro- probably, Antonio Brown's the number one wide receiver this season. He's number one wide receiver last season. mostly shows up. Yeah, most scoring formats, he was number one. He doesn't, even without Big Ben in the lineup, he still shows up. Some of his better games, actually, were with Jarvis Landry. So I think Big Ben's health issues does, don't really affect him that much, as much as it would Martavis Bryant, I think. Right. So Antonio right. Brown is probably the most skilled route runner that we have Posh, to offer today. Quick. quick. He's got, he can go deep. He's got good moves. Good hands. In the open field. Like, yeah. He's just a he's solid. He's a complete package. He's a complete package at the wide receiver. but yeah. Yeah. I don't like the Steelers, but. Yeah, unfortunately, we see him twice a year, but we've kind of. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy cares. Smith does shut him down pretty well. Yeah. He's the only corner I've ever seen hold him in check. Pretty often,
0: yeah. In check is a key. In check, he doesn't explode generally. Yeah, which is against Baltimore. Yeah, and then number two, we had Julio Jones. Kind of hard not to have him there <sighs> after that Super Bowl. There's a few catches that you're just like, cheese. Like no one else could make that no. catch. He's super freak, but. The biggest reason why we have him ahead of Odell right now is, for me, is the fact that they announced that they really want to get him the ball in the red zone. Yeah. And that's huge. Like, he's not really a touchdown guy, but this makes him a touchdown yeah, guy. Yeah, he if did. it's true. He gets those long touchdowns more than
1: anybody, I think, feel like, down the yeah, field. Yeah, deep he, ones. They never use him in the red zone, which blows my mind because he's so big.
0: He's ridiculous.
1: So I I think if they do use him in the red zone, he could have, like, 12 touchdowns, which is a huge yeah. amount of touchdowns. It's a huge it's amount so Quality. I think he had In standard
0: leagues you want touchdowns.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's what makes or break receivers. Yep, touchdowns in touchdowns, standard touchdowns. leagues, touchdowns. So the guys that like maybe aren't like Jordy Nelson was a huge standard league receiver last year, mm-hmm. but that was because he led the league touchdowns yeah. or PPR. He wasn't as high, although he was still really good PPR. Yeah, he's still good, but he was like he in some standard formats he was ahead of Brown just because of those touchdowns. Right. So that's definitely something you want to look for. Or Michael Crabtree is another like great sleeper in standard leagues because he's so touchdown reliant. Um, so third, we kinda already touched on it. Odell's third. Yeah, can't not put him any lower than that, really, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean the talent. Yeah, I think he might be the most talented receiver in the league, just in terms of size. Like I, I think, think he, he might be most
0: talented in a long time. Yeah. Maybe since Randy.
1: Because those hands are just absurd. Yeah. It's just not fair. I think Eli gets him the ball, probably about the same. Maybe the touchdowns go Maybe down slightly of with brain,
0: Marshall. Yeah, with him in the red zone, it's always murky. Yeah,
1: and they got Everett Ingram. I think it's great for their. They might score more touchdowns, which is yeah. the only reason I don't think that his production changes really much. Just because they're going to score yeah, Eli's more. Eli so look pretty good this Yeah, Eli's a great quarterback. He's going super late. A lot of times undrafted, yep. he didn't get drafted in our mock draft. Spoiler alert. But he's going as, like, the quarterback 20, and I think it's he definitely could do much better than that.
0: Yeah. So, four, we had A.J. Green. A.J. Green.
1: Always yeah. injured A.J. Green. But always so much potential. Don't sleep on him. He had he only played... People pass up all the time. It, I think he played nine or ten games last year, still had over 900 yards. Yeah. So, so just don't overthink that. Yeah. He's definitely... After after the Odell... three, he's, don't overthink. Yeah. Don't overthink.
0: I mean, people always gonna overthink our next three, including A.J., but don't. Yeah, please don't overthink AJ Green. He is
1: definitely the most talented guy after Odell. It's all he seems to always be injured, but Dalton just loves to throw him the ball as he should. Mm-hmm. So I really like AJ Green. Jordy Nelson's number five on our list. Aaron Rodgers That's number real, one receiver.
0: Yeah. That's all
1: you really need. Dude scores Elton's touchdowns. Healthy. Yeah. And he's got Aaron, like just let it be. Yeah, don't ever think that one either. He's got the, the highest – or the lowest floor, I will say, of yeah. all the guys that are left. Like, you know what you're going to do. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to put up over a 1,000 yards, at least five or six touchdowns.
0: And that's the floor because yeah. he scored 12 touchdowns last year. Yeah. So, Mike good. Evans comes in at six. Like I said, don't overthink it. You, you, we know what Evans is going to do. It's not going to change drastically. It's not like Deshaun's a huge touchdown guy. Um, He's not – going to draw too much away from him if anything he opens the field up more right exactly like he might make it easier uh, for him to operate so don't ever think that one at six yeah I mean again
1: that's a pretty obvious next choice you could argue that he's over Jordy but I don't think that you can argue this next guy Michael Thomas is ahead of Mike Evans just because Thomas although he had a great rookie season last year Drew Brees is going to turn into Peyton Manning one day Have a noodle for an arm. Yeah. Hope it's not this season. I don't think it is this season. Also
0: there's the sophomore slump.
1: Sophomore slump. Brandon Cooks is gone, so defenses will now be he'll be the focus of the defenses. Defenses
0: now know A that he exists. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times they didn't uh, usually. Uh and it's very hard to adjust on the fly to that kind of thing. Especially when you have Cooks and other options already there. But now that they know it's him and Sneed, they can kind of hone in a
1: little bit. So those are the the negatives. I love the targets he's gonna get, which is why he's super high in our rankings, obviously. So he's a guy that I think is the clear that the first of that second tier of guys. Yeah. So I mean, or maybe third. You could argue that Brown, Jones, and Odell are their own tier, but he is definitely first in that next tier
0: yeah. of guys. We're rolling the eight as Amari Cooper. It's a man who's never hit his ceiling.
1: Yeah. I mean but he's, he's always so much potential. So much potential. He's only 23. Yeah. He's had 2 1000 yard years to start his career. Yep. Everyone's like, "Oh, when is he going to break out?"
0: Oh well, he he's seems to catch a touchdown. He's, just, he's, he's broken out. Or, yeah, he's broken out receiving yeah. yards wise, but fantasy value like we said in standard leagues, you want touchdowns. Uh and then we'll, I think we'll see some more.
1: Yeah. With Michael Maybe Crabtree, much, he's still, more. he's going to be a touchdown machine, but I think this right. offense could just absolutely dominate. Exactly. Beast yeah. mode there. They're going to run the ball better. I don't know if Beast Mode is the guy that really takes over that team, but that offensive line is so good that yeah. they're going to move the ball. They're going to get in the red zone a lot. I think that Cooper's he's got to score more touchdowns. It's yeah. just obvious. Yeah. Ty comes in at number nine. I with this luck injury, I feel like it caps him a little bit. Yeah, because it's the down the field throws is where he just absolutely thrives. He's the best deep ball catcher oh, in yeah. the game because of his speed. So if Luck can't drive the ball down the field as much, it obviously hurts him. I think if um, Dante Moncrief vultured touchdowns every game he was yep. in last year, yep. so that's Moncrief caps his touchdown upside in standard leagues. So he led the league in receiving yards though last season. So even and Luck was still hurt. He had a bum shoulder last year too. So I think that his floor is still real high. So I don't mind Ty second rounder. Guy. No. It's pretty easy. Don't overthink that one either. Like it's there's a lot of factors with TY, but yeah. I think it's still even it's if he's pretty clear. Yeah, Lux probably gonna start the season there. Even if he doesn't, even he only does like 12 games, he's still gonna get a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean, because even the backups gonna dump off to him. And just like you
1: do They're gonna have to force yeah. feed him the ball if Lux out for sure. So I, I still like TY. Number 10, we got Des Bryant. Des Bryant, I like it. The Zeke suspension, I think, really bumped him up in my break. Because they're gonna have to get to. They're gonna have to rely on Dak. I, Darren McFadden is not as good as Zeke. Obviously, the no. talent's not the same.
0: Yeah, but, definitely uh, not the same. I just I think Dak is gonna have to work a little bit more, and I think obviously he's gonna have to work a little bit more. He's gonna Des is gonna reap that benefit.
1: Yeah, you saw in the playoff games when Dak had to work more. Yep. He was feeding it to Des, so yep, I finally, think, yeah, we didn't finally. see that in
0: the first half of the year, but we found it in the last half.
1: Yeah, so I, I really like Des's ceiling this season. Let's hope that it's not a repeat. I mean, we saw his floor, so yeah. that it would be a repeat of last season. It was still a pretty good season. Now, eleven and twelve, I feel like, are very interchangeable. They're pretty much the same receiver. I feel close. like the rest of this list almost, yeah, to twenty, so maybe we'll, like eight to, to number eighteen, all interchangeable.
0: Yeah, we'll run down of the, the next couple. We can kind of lump these two together. in my opinion. We got Brandon Cooks at 11 and Doug Baldwin at 12. Cooks, uh, you just don't know what you're going to get from a Patriots receiver. Yeah. Gronk is the only one that legit you know what to expect. Everyone else on that Patriots roster is usually pretty hit or miss. So, I mean, having a Moss Lake year, not even a Moss Lake year, but like, no, oh, it's not going to be like that good. A B Moss year, I mean, that's that would be nice, but I, you yeah. just don't know what you're going to
1: get. Yeah, Doug Baldwin, almost the same way. I feel like these two guys are going to be have huge games, monster number games, mm-hmm. and then drop off. drop off some weeks. Yeah. So you're going to have inconsistency with these guys, but there's going to be weeks where they just win you the game.
0: Yep. So,
1: I see that. so Baldwin, he'll just put up three touchdowns out of almost nowhere, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. But I feel like Seattle always, in a New England kind of way. They in, they change their game plan up so much. So, so much, you yeah. just you're not really
0: sure who's going to get the ball. So so we'll go to thirteen is DeAndre Hopkins. <sighs> DeAndre Hopkins, which I mean, in my book, I think it's a better quarterback's playing. He jumps up on my list. Which oh yeah, the better I mean, quarterback in my opinion is Deshaun Watson, uh, and a rookie's going to rely on the guy who can ball out, and DeAndre's yeah. guy who can ball out. I
1: mean, you have a West Coast offense last season playing with the least west coast quarterback i think there is ever made so i'm not really sure what they were thinking when they paid brock oswald all that money they somehow got rid of that contract to cleveland who just probably needed to fill cap space or they would get sued by their fans because how bad that team was but i really like the change of philosophy with this team so, Tom Savage is still not a West Coast guy, but as soon as Deshaun comes in, the efficiency will will go up for sure. Yeah, it'll look nice. So, I like DeAndre. I don't think he's always been er, relied on a high amount of targets. I don't know if he'll get ever reach that high target again, but yeah. his floor, we saw the floor. It wasn't the worst. Where he's getting drafted, it wouldn't be worth that floor. But, I've, yeah, it has to go up. There's Definitely. no way. Definitely.
0: 14?
1: 14. A guy that is getting rave reviews in camp so far. Yeah, I like it a lot. Terrell Pryor from the Redskins. I like him a lot. He absolutely dominated some games in Cleveland with Cody Kessler thrown on the ball, who has yep. minimal arm strength. Yep. So I think Captain Kirk, is, I, think I wouldn't Kirk. call him an elite quarterback, but definitely a step up. That offense is pretty efficient, even though they lost yeah. their coordinator. I always... It seems to me when you lose your coordinator, you get one more year of his production of an yeah. elite coordinator. I think they're going to have a great great year offensively. Jordan Reed already injured. Yeah. He's going to be the
0: main red zone guy there. Touchdowns galore for Yep, yeah, just like we said before. That's a guy who can ball out. He's a freak. Yeah, and Kirk's just going to give him the ball. I think that's
1: the biggest takeaway. Yeah, physically he's the number one guy. Like yeah. he is just. I, I like Jamison Crowder too. I almost think that you could argue that Crowder could have a better season, but the upside with Pryor is much higher. Yeah,
0: just the fact that he's an athletic guy who can just literally jump through the roof in yeah. crazy plays. I think that helps a lot.
1: Yeah, it just dominates. That division has, besides New York, pretty terrible secondaries.
0: 15, we got Allen Robinson. I think his potential... It's experience. so capped by the quarterback. Yeah. Player exactly
1: yeah it's it's almost it's there it's there if they actually game plan to get him the ball a lot even with portals oh, yeah. he'll he'll put up great stats yeah so the ceiling's still pretty high i like chad Henne. they're better they just announced that that's actually a competition now which it should have been from day one yeah. this season someone should always be pushing blake yeah if they it's have another better.
0: it's better for people in general yeah like people push you from behind alan the
1: next or not the next guys Allen Robinson and Sammy Watkins. I'm just going to bring Sammy Watkins up real quick. In dynasty leagues, they're in a contract season. Yep. So they're one of those guys. You if you're having like if you start off pretty bad, try to trade for them. See what happens. Green Bay might just want to sign one of these guys. And then you have Aaron Rodgers connection. That is, I own, I own Allen Robinson dynasty. So he's not giving them up. I'm hoping that I can get the Aaron Rodgers wide receiver for free. But you know.
0: 16, we got Keenan Allen. Uh, Please stay healthy. Yeah, Peter just stay down. healthy. Like we, we've seen how great he can be if he stays healthy, but just stay healthy. He was
1: on a, an absolute tear the last half season. He was healthy. Yep. So just don't hurt your kidneys. Don't tear your ACL. It wasn't his kidneys, but you know, the spleen. 17,
0: the aforementioned Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. I mean, potentially, the, it's there. Uh, Goff just needs to give him the ball.
1: Yeah, if Goff can throw it down the field, is going to be cooking in L.A. I think yeah. they, they, if he plays well, they're for sure a playoff team. I don't know if they're a contender.
0: Yeah, I mean, Conor Howard loves to, loves that team. Yeah, I'm sure he loves them even more now. You have to, in my opinion. The the defense is pretty
1: decent already. If they oh, can get yeah. an efficient offense, which is with Watkins is much better, there's a much better chance of that. I think that if Goff... Tries to force feed him the ball. Good things will happen. So I have him. I think his ceiling is pretty high. The next guy you can probably just write in his stat line right now because he's He's just a machine at pumping. Good but not great seasons out. Demarius Thomas just
0: does his thing. Yeah,
1: he he only had two elite seasons. That was with the goat, the regular season goat, Peyton Manning throwing him the ball. I think Tom Brady's won the goat conversation. But regular season, I would still... I still take Montana, still, but that's a different day. Okay, different day. Demarius Thomas, he's going to get 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. Yeah. I can almost write that in. It's a solid solid season. Pretty pretty good week to week. He's probably yeah. not going to have too many duds. Demarius Thomas is the safest pick in this whole draft, I feel like, besides David Johnson. Yeah. Like, you, he's just, just you just know. As long as he's, he's not... I mean, he was hurt last year. He had a hip issue all season. Put up decent numbers with that train wreck at quarterback. Yeah. It's still kind of a train wreck, but you have to imagine whoever starts... It's a little
0: bit less than before, but...
1: Yeah, it's they're going to be a little better. you got yeah. to imagine.
0: 19, Alshon Jeffrey. Great change of scenery. Ceiling's huge. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the potential. You're kind of just hoping that he just, in a contract year... He's only signed a one-year deal. He just explodes, and that's what you got to hope for. Yep, twenty
1: very possible. Tyree kill rounding out twenty, rounding out out our twenty. I think the fact that he—it's just him and Kelsey. Yep, he's the number one receiver.
0: He's gonna get the ball.
1: They've said that in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, he looks fantastic in camp, according to their parties. And I think parties, parties, their their squads in Kansas City. Okay. Yeah, they're not having parties. I, I mean, it's like and the, I imagine you don't like party too much in you know, Kansas City. City That's barbecue. Yeah, party. I was about to say maybe some food parties, but yeah. not much else. Tyreek Hill, though, super fast. They are really creative in Andy Reid's offense. I think that he could put up a lot of yards. Take it away as kickoff return duties. Probably a smart
0: thing. Yeah, keep keep, keep him on the field. A
1: lot of health-wise. like the punt return stats. If you if you're in leagues, generally leagues, standard leagues, have you get touchdowns for return touchdowns like they count towards yeah. your player. I think that it's gonna be hard to repeat those return touchdowns for sure. But I think that he could s- still get like eight or nine touchdowns. Rushing, passing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's definitely Agreed. Definitely did I say passing? I think I think I this, think I said passing. Receiving. He, he could get a passing touchdown. Honestly, like the way that if if Mahomes comes in and shines, although I, I very doubt this season, that he's going to shine this year. He might come in at the end of the year. Maybe. Maybe, if Alex Smith plays bad. I think Alex Smith's a great guy to get Tyreek Hill the ball, though. He's a guy that I want to spend a lot more time talking about just because he could be a top 12 receiver for sure.
0: Yeah, but you just don't know.
1: You just don't know. He could
0: also bust completely. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll let Ben start the running back rankings because the the first guy is just like... just give me the the softball I think it's his wife.
1: My wife? Yeah. He's a guy... That'd be a man of life, that's weird. Okay, I still love him though. David Johnson never changed a lot. Never don't, it's like, don't overthink. If you have the first overall pick, please don't overthink it. Just take David healthy, Johnson gets the ball in every capacity. Right now, it's super obvious. He's like a receiver that bowls people over when he runs. It's almost so. like you're gonna get a running back one, and it's like adding an extra wide receiver two, yeah, with that. Like, you're getting two players for the price of one. That's yeah. why you don't overthink it Bell's kind of the same way But all of a sudden he's, he's our number two guy I wanted to move him down But then I realized I, I can't move him down Because there's such a drop off After Bell now He's got these contract issues You just don't want to play around with that you, With your number one overall pick Number no. two Go ahead and take him Because the upside's obvious
0: yeah. Why not? Obvious. At that point
1: So David Johnson won Bell two
0: Three Probably the guy I like the most Yeah not the, Freeman. the safest running back left I so, always somehow snag him I don't know how it happens. Most of the time in drafts he falls. Yeah, he falls like, to the end of the first round every he time.
1: Not. He's my he's running back six
0: last year. Just like and he got a huge contract, so he's he's easy with that. Like he doesn't have to worry about like getting hurt and then knocking on the a contract or like any of that kind of stuff. Or like feeling like he has to overexceed. Like now he can just sit back, do his thing. And I think Sark's gonna give him the ball a lot more than people think, and I think it's just built for success.
1: Yeah, I mean, we talked success. about it before. Even though Kyle Shanahan's the one that really laid down that fan foundation, it normally goes one more year At after least, they leave. Yeah, and Sark's already said that he wants to, to
0: run that offense again. Yeah,
1: so I think that Devontae Freeman's the safest pick. All these other guys, you really don't know what you're going to get, which is why running back's so hard to draft this year. Oh, yeah, it's sketchy. You want to
0: take a lot of flyers late this season, I feel like. Yeah, like we'll get into a couple people in the next like two picks, and then I think after the next two it's a crapshoot. You gotta hope that they don't bust. Yeah, there's like one guy I like. Yeah,
1: it's two. there's not a lot of safe picks after the next two guys. Yeah, four, four. LeSean McCoy, kind of easy, kind of easy. He's I honestly, if you put him above Freeman, I couldn't I couldn't argue with you. No. I think the ceiling's higher for him. We could argue for time like for fun's sake. But we won't, we won't. I think that as long as he stays healthy, he's better than Freeman. Just because they don't have another way to move the ball in yeah. Buffalo. He honestly could lead them in receptions. It wouldn't surprise me.
0: Maybe passing touchdowns.
1: Maybe passing touchdowns. I doubt Tyrod really can throw any. So I think they're going to to use him as much as they can, and he, as long as he doesn't fall off with his knees or anything, like he's super <laughs> super good. Yep. So I like at four. five. The man of the hour.
0: The, yeah,
1: I'm gonna still put Zeke above the rest. Like like I said, so he can win you the league. The opportunity and talent are oh, going to be so there as soon as he comes back, especially if they reduce the suspension before
0: your draft. Right, for sure. Like they, that is just an easy number five. If they me. don't reduce it, like I feel like getting him back at week eight. If you spend the second rounder, just take a running back the next pick.
1: Yeah, you have like
0: make sure you have that back yeah, lined up. You're gonna need depth if you take him early at the running back position. That's for sure. But it's not a bad strategy. Because Then, like if you have two or three of the top guys, that means, A, your team's loaded. B, other teams are scratching for running backs at some point. Yeah, and I think you definitely
1: want to try to get Darren McFadden or Alfred Morris, depending upon who that they, they want to use. I think that. it's going to be McFadden. I think Morris is going to steal some carries there, though. I think they're yeah. going to kind of be a committee. That's the hard part with that. But definitely build your depth up if you take him early. But I think it's an easy choice. There's The other guys are all question marks in my opinion down the line number six jay ajay ajay yeah he doesn't always say it right uh, yeah 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 well, the ouija uh, yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah don't, like don't sing please don't
1: sing <laughs> jay ajay number six the one thing that i i think he's gonna get the ball out this season for sure yeah
0: because you don't want to color to mess
1: up yeah i just don't <laughs> like the fact that last season he had Two absolutely huge games, and they he scored a lot of those points during those two games yep. in overtime. Yep, He had two 200-yard games, but he had, like, 60 yards in both the overtimes. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, good recipe, really. Yeah, I mean, it's still a big game without the overtime stats, but yeah. it's still, like, okay, it padded a lot of his stats. Because he got a touchdown yeah, in one of too. So too. So, he was the running back 11 last year. He did not start the first... Three games. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. First three games, I think. That sounds right. To Arian Foster. I don't know. I keep forgetting he was in Miami last season. I think but Arian wants to forget. Yeah, that was hand. such a horrible, horrible test run of running back. Yeah.
0: Seven, we have Jordan Howard, a guy that like I'm not really fond of.
1: But I'm not like- super fond of, but it wouldn't surprise me. Honestly, if I'm looking at the stats, if he was the second best running back this season, it wouldn't surprise me. No because the not opportunity enough. is there. When you watch him on tape, he doesn't really pop no. a lot. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of there and he's just running the ball and there's his thing. Op- yeah. I think that their line's super underrated in Chicago. So it's not going to be a Todd Gurley situation. No. I think that they will be able to run the ball even with a it's terrible up passing offense. If he's in shape, he's ready to go. I think yep. that he can beat the box. Yeah. He I think out of all these guys, I think he's the safest bet to to be solid. 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 I don't know if I'm going to make him a running back one every week for sure, okay. but like I like Jordan Howard this season a little, a little bit more than you do. Yeah, I'm not a fan. But uh, the bust is obvious too, yeah. so yeah. definitely watch out. Eight, to- Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Another guy wouldn't surprise me if he led the league in points. Yep. If they can actually efficiently run the ball with him. Although- Spread it out. After they got some game tape on him, he hasn't had a 100-yard game in quite some time since his
0: yeah. rookie season. But I think, I think that's going to change a lot this year. I think he's just kind of due at this point to yeah, uh, exceed what we think. I think he knows what he's capable yeah. of. So I, I think happen. it's completely
1: up to him. If he's in yep. shape, he's ready to go, that offensive line is going to actually work. They actually have a running game plan that's not from
0: 1985.
1: Yeah, So a huge thing. Jeff Fisher's gone. They actually will have a quality offense Jeff game Fisher. plan. And... I think that it's just it's gonna be a good situation there after it wasn't last season. So his ceilings high. Again, though, we already saw that he could bust. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not surprised if or I wouldn't be surprised if you don't want to take him. That's fine. Number okay. nine, DeMarco Murray, a guy that just always seems you know. to have solid seasons. Even when he was in Philadelphia and they didn't understand how well, to use him.
0: Yeah.
1: he still scared. was a running back two that season. So I'm okay yeah. with the last six seasons, I think he had. Yeah,
0: definitely. I think he's solid. You know exactly what you're going to get from him.
1: He's also younger than LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. He's had better seasons than LaShawn McCoy. Yep.
0: A lot less carries than LaShawn McCoy. His yep. body is not as worn down as LaShawn McCoy. Like, we know Derrick Henry's pressing for touches, but let's be honest, guys. Like Tennessee knows what they have in DeMarco. Yeah. Unlike with Philadelphia, and they're not going to let it go to waste. Honestly, if Derrick Henry wasn't in Tennessee,
1: he would be my number three back. Yeah, he would get the ball so, so much. If they spread it out like they did last season, DeMarco Murray is a value this late for sure. It's just people are like, oh, they're going to use Derrick Henry Moore, where yeah. I'm not so sure that they I'm will. I'm not certain they are. And even if they do, I think they're going to be so successful running the ball. That it's that It mm-hmm. might not matter because yeah. he's going to put up points. That's a good two, two-headed monster. Yeah. It's, it's the best in the league for sure. Yeah. Ten, Melvin Gordon, uh, a guy that sketches me out. Yeah, I'm sure he you sketches- were waiting. Like, where's Melvin Gordon on our way down yeah, the list? We're sketched. I the there's so many stats that point to regression. It's hard yeah. to rely on touchdowns if you're running back repeatedly. So,
0: yeah, I'm not sure if I like it. I week just...
1: to week, he's probably going to lay some duds this year. They actually have some healthy backs behind him now, where they lost everybody behind him last mm-hmm. year. Brandon Oliver's back, who's not like a superstar, but he's a solid back. Yeah, he's done well in that offense. He's going to take so. some carries away. I don't think Gordon's a very good receiver. Philip Rivers is going to want to get
0: someone on the field. That can that can receive the ball out of the backfield, yep. so, I, yeah. So yeah, he like dude, he benefited from two big guys being hurt last year. Let's not forget that.
1: Yeah, that's he that's might a, be big a totally key. different
0: guy when there's people behind him.
1: I mean, the ceiling's still there. He deserves yeah. to be a second round pick. I would never touch him at his average draft position, though. It's in yeah. the first round. I he, he is Ugh. the least safe first round pick. Yeah. You really don't want to bust in the first round. No, you want to hit you wanna at least, you know, get on base. You want something. Yeah. Even if it's just a single, you get want to get base. on base. He could be one of those guys that just strikes out. So I'm not so, so sure. Now here's where there's a huge drop off. Yeah, you fall off the cliff here. In ceiling, in my opinion. Yeah. The next guy is Isaiah Crowell on our list, number eleven. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is what keeps him so high.
0: Yeah. He deserves to true. be that
1: high. The problem is you take away one of his run one of his big runs last season and he his stats really fall off. Yeah. So I don't know if and they already had a good line and they were running the ball I pretty like Duke well. Duke Johnson year. too. Duke Johnson could definitely come in, steal they're some going of his athletes. reps. They're
0: going athletes in Cleveland and Duke Johnson's far far between the better athletes. Oh yeah.
1: I think Crowell's the pounder, he's gonna have touchdowns, but like I don't know if Duke Johnson could take Yeah,
0: Duke could move the ball into the right zone. Yeah, it wouldn't Crowell.
1: surprise me if halfway through the year they're splitting it fifty fifty down yeah. the middle. So, So be careful. Crowell's definitely got some... He's got good upside, but he could be a low floor, too. Number 12... Someone who's going to get the ball too often, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. The Jacksonville Jaguars, all of their players are just taken down a notch by Blake Bortles being the quarterback. Yeah, definitely. He has become the Brock Osweiler of this season. He just looks super unconfident. They said that they unconfident. That's a word, but... He's not...
0: His confidence is lacking. confidence is
1: lacking. Thank you,
0: Dave. It's John Lackey. John Lackey. Yeah. um, (laughs) But no, I just... I think Fournette's... He's going to get the ball a super amount of times. Like, super. They're they're going to run the ball a lot.
1: I don't even know if he's going to be the one that gets the ball every time. I like Chris Ivory still. They're kind of very similar. I mean, they're going to use Chris Ivory. They're big dudes. TJ Yeldon is going to get a lot of receptions out of the backfield, I think. Yeah. Although they spent a fourth-round pick... They really don't want to have him get hurt. If he gets hurt, their season's done. Yeah, I mean it's maybe done have, already. You but... can't
0: overuse Fournette. I think that's the one. And they they also shouldn't have came out and we're so proud that they're gonna just hand him the ball all the time because now we know. I like, we already knew, but like, yeah, and their off- defense can can literally scheme around. Their, their offensive running. line is real bad too. Yeah, this if there's a Todd Gurley
1: situation out there, it's this because they're gonna be able to stack the box yeah. even with Allen Robinson on the outside. Yeah. You could very well stack the box against this team.
0: 13, Lamar Miller, I don't really have too much to say. I mean, like, you kind of know what you you can get.
1: He was such a disappointment last year, but that's only because if you had him, you drafted him in the first round. But he had a pretty consistent running back two every single week almost. Mm And here he might fall like late two, early three. So in standard it's leagues, not awful. if he's your second running back, you've yeah. you've got to be happy with yourself. So it's definitely not a bad pick if he's your second guy. I wouldn't want to rely on him week to week as my top running back one. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not opposed to drafting him where he's being drafted right now. So no. that's
0: okay. Fourteen, we got Marshawn.
1: It's just like he needs to a say healthy, b look fresh. Yeah, if he and, looks fresh like, behind yeah. that line, he could score double digit touchdowns. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: But yeah, those are like the two biggest factors. Like he hasn't looked fresh, and he doesn't look healthy. So like, yep, what's gonna happen there? We don't know. That's kind of where I sit with that. Yeah, it's it's tough to
1: draft him where he's being drafted. But again, there's this drop off. Again, here's big. the next drop off.
0: Yeah, we go into rookies now. Yeah, so, the I mean, rookies are drop off. It's pretty tough to rely on the next guys. Dalvin yeah. Cook, fifteen and sixteen. We go Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey. I like Cook right now better than McCaffrey, just because he's gonna get the ball Yeah, he's gonna. And get we the know. Ball. It.
1: I don't know if I will ever trust that Minnesota line anymore, just because you I had Minnesota. I don't think Adrian Peterson. Is still the talent that he was, but he was so bad because he could not get through the line at yeah. all.
0: Mm-hmm. He was stopped in the back backfield or every single play. It had felt to get like, around
1: it. Yeah. yeah. So the the offensive line is not upgraded, although it's not the worst in the league as it seems to be. They just can't run the ball. It's the scheme or something. They yeah. just can't run the ball.
0: With McCaffrey, it's just like how many touches will he get? We don't know.
1: Yeah, it's the opposite problem. I think he's going to put up every time he touches the ball. I like. He's going to be electric. He's yeah. going to be electric but I don't know how the opportunity is it's yep. the the different part of the equation there I think Jonathan Stewart still takes goal line reps and everything like that so Certainly. Certainly. PPR league I really like McCaffrey, but in standard leagues, he's getting way over drafted. Yeah, so I don't like him in his current average draft 17, position.
0: Seventeen Ty Montgomery, you know what you're going to get. Like he's supposed to be the Packers' number one running back.
1: I moved him down my list recently. Yeah, recently because Jamal Williams is going to definitely get in that offense a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean he so. looks good, um, and he just he looks good, uh, but you just don't know with Ty. I mean he could be this huge revelation for them. Yeah,
1: he could be not. huge. But again, with Jamal Williams, it could be a timeshare. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad if it was a timeshare just because Montgomery is definitely the more explosive back. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, I think he is the higher ceiling for sure. This next guy, I absolutely love where he's being drafted. He was the running back eight last year. Yep, He was running back one. Which everyone's going to be scared because he's in a committee. But, but honestly, produces. I don't see where his role changes too much this no. season. Mark Ingram, Saints running back. I think Sean Payton absolutely hates the guy. But somehow, every single year, no matter how much hate, Sean throws his way, he produces. He's the, their best back, and they're like clockwork. They get the, almost the same rushing stats every year, where they have about 1,800 yards yep. and a lot of touchdowns. Because they move the ball consistently. Yeah. So, I just, Mark Ingram, I don't know why he's getting completely under-drafted. I honestly will take him ahead of some of the guys we've already said. Yeah. But I wouldn't debate that. Just just because he's not getting drafted ahead of them. So why take them where they're not getting drafted? Right. That's one of the problems with big board drafting, I feel like if you're gonna make a big board yeah. You really need to just draft on the value instead of the big. Right. 19. Ugh. One of our guys. Our like, guys. Kinda,
0: uh, anymore. I, I mean, I'm he's... still kind of. The potential is just there. Oh, yeah. I, like, st- I mean, I'm still going to draft it's him. It's still only there. week two of preseason. The potential is there. Paul Perkins at 19. I had him above Melvin Gordon at one point. The problem right. is, like, you can't get much better. Like, there, like, there's just the quality like we've thought about. It just kind of dips. And the last two guys are guys that should get starts. Sugar the ball often. And it's kind of up to them. Yeah. I think you take that chance at this point. Like it's just because you need a running back. Like take the running backs that are gonna get opportunities in these last two to round out our top twenty, get chances.
1: Yeah. Paul Perkins is gonna be the number one back, whether they like it or not. You got whether Shane he Vereen. Likes it or not. <laughs> yeah. Shane Vereen is not gonna be their number one guy. He's no. gonna come out in passing downs. Yep. Orleans Darkwa could be the goal line guy, but again, I doubt that they rely on him all season to be their running so back. So Perk is the so three down guy so most lately. Paul Perkins, maybe not three down, short yardage he's got the guy. Potential to be yeah, all he, three. he he really does have the potential, although he's looked pretty bad so far. Yep. There's other guys in the past that have looked really bad, and then the regular season comes around and they're yeah, really they're good. good. Yeah, so
0: well, that's the whole offense start
1: churning, and then all of a sudden, like it's a little easier for your life
0: as yeah. a running back. So,
1: so To top this running back rankings off, a guy and again high ceiling.
0: Yep. Kind of know what you're gonna like. You know he's gonna get the ball as a
1: matter of what he does. I think he's got a higher floor than Perkins too. I still take Perkins because the ceiling of Perkins is so high. You just don't know. Yeah. Spencer Ware, number twenty. Kareem Hunt's right on his heels.
0: Yep, but not. But not enough. Not enough.
1: I I watched some Kareem Hunt college highlights. He doesn't seem to have the speed. to be the number one guy for long term so I think he's a perfect committee with Spencer Ware yeah Spencer Ware put up
0: stats last season they just wouldn't give him the ball and it made me so mad reluctant but now now Andy kind of knows it he like Andy knows he's got like these special weapons and he like I don't we don't I don't think we give Andy enough credit uh because he's like the anti Jeff Fisher where like he somehow stays on a team but yet those teams produce or Fisher was like staying on teams and they just don't produce (laughs) yeah um but, I mean, like, Andy is good at figuring out strengths, and I think he's going to figure out what Spencer's was and kind of use it more.
1: Yeah. I think Hunt Hunt being there actually helps where, in my mm-hmm. opinion, just because they didn't have anyone to spell him last year. Right. Like, he still to push you. Yeah. And, like, getting 60% of the snaps, that's a high percentage of the snaps yeah. in the NFL. Like, yeah. a lot of people don't realize, even the Stars are only getting, like, not even 70% of the snaps. Yep. So... Splitting it just a little bit more would actually help where because he looked tired down the
0: stretch. Yeah, he's so. plenty of more, yeah he just—it's a good option there. It's, yeah. Like I said, it's a drop-off. Every, but like, these are the guys that you know will actually get the ball in their hands. And if they have a good few games, they're not going to relinquish that spot. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. So that's that's our top that's 20, top 20 of receivers and running backs. Next time, we're going to do like a top 10 of quarterbacks and tight ends. So it might be a little bit smaller for an episode. We might throw some other things at you.
1: Yeah, I'll have some deep sleepers to look at. I'll have deep some, sleepers. Some deep sleepers. Some regular sleepers. Maybe not when we,
0: like we just wake up like today. Yeah. And do deep sleepers because we might fall Yeah,
1: asleep. honestly, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost there too. Almost got my coffee finished
0: and still not awake. Yeah. So, but... yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like us on Instagram, Twitter, I Excuse the Fandom. Give us some feedback on iTunes. Uh, we just want some reviews, want some feedback, want some ideas uh, to tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what we can do. Tell us topics we can do. Yeah. Yeah. We just want to do more. So
1: yeah. let us know if you want more fantasy football, if you really like the stuff we're giving you or if, if you like, like the hot topics, if you want more hot takes.
0: Yeah. We can do things. We can do we're flexible. whatever
1: you guys want, honestly, but you got to tell us.
0: Yeah. Someone go Your on and tell us. Your needs to be heard. Yeah. We can be that voice. Please. We can be those guys. Please. Maybe we can open our phone lines one day. I like that idea. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. I don't
1: know how. I'm not know, putting we'll give my a,
0: phone number out there. But. We'll give Rogan's phone number out. Yeah, He'll be all right with yeah. that.
1: Yeah, so, so thank you for listening. Check our mock draft episode next time. Yeah, mock draft. Probably tomorrow it's going to be up. Maybe. Check that. There's a lot of good stuff. We talk about individual players throughout the whole thing. So yeah, it a it lot takes a long time. So, you know, buckle up. Buckle up. Get in the recliner. You'll like what the guys that we have have to say. Maybe draft while you
0: listen. Yeah, honestly, there's a lot of good information. Take notes. Alrighty, Enjoy it. Have fun. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.